welcome back, everybody, to episode four of the Bricks Cast. I am joined by my co-host Aaron. How are you, man? I'm great. You know, it's been a been a few weeks, but I think that I'm doing pretty good. Got some got some fun stuff coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, you sound so down. You really do. What's going on? Oh, I'm just tired. Um, long week of of um, cleaning and stuff and getting ready for. I feel uh, that a quick a quick trip to the states, so just uh tired. So what's going on with your two twelfth clone trooper endeavor? Yeah, that was a lot of what I was cleaning up. Let me tell you all right now. Removing so many magazines from their figures, so like if the figures come on a magazine, the the pain and the length of, the, of that process is mind boggling, and it's not hard. Right, like it, it's pathetically easy, and I sound like first world problem with any matter right now. But you know, once you're on, you know, whatever thousandth magazine, you really start to like lose your mind, and that has been my life for the last two weeks. Is dealing with those magazines, and also it's just like a lot. You know, it overwhelms your your life. My living room was taken over. I had so much stuff, but luckily, I've I've gotten rid of and shipped most of them out. So that's that's done, and I I'm I can express how happy I am that it's done, because that was, yeah, it was way too much work, way more than I ever anticipated. So, well, I am glad. So wait, are you finished yet, or still more? Uh, I mean, at this point, I'm finished. I I've shipped what I've needed to ship, and then I'm taking some with me to the states when I come to the states in a couple weeks, uh, in my uh my suitcase, but. Like, I'm done packing. I've already packed everything into the bags I need to go into, and it's done. It's like, I, I all I've left is to ship a couple of boxes, and then I'm, I'm fully done. And I cannot express how relieved I am to be done. I'm looking forward to my 212th Clown Trooper Army, Aaron. I I hope you are. It's, not, it's coming to you. So how many, wait, so I assume you kept some for yourself, so are you going to have a 212th Clown Army now? Uh, as of right now, leftovers, uh, I, have, I have 350. Uh, that are mine. 350, 212 clone troopers. Wow. I'm probably not going to keep 350 because that's a lot of money in figures I don't necessarily want to own that many of. I'll probably end up with 50. Uh, probably bring some to the U.S. conventions this year. Or if I, I have friends I already know that want to get some uh, some extras as well. So, so, so you're going to pay your way, you're going to pay your way to Lego conventions with 212 clone troopers is what I'm understanding. I mean, ideally, yeah. If I can, if I can offload all of them and, and offset the cost of a really pricey Renaissance hotel, nice but pricey <laughs> hotel at, at, at Brookworld, Chicago, that'd be uh, ideal. <laughs> the best situation at that point. Oh my god, it is actually pretty pricey. Uh, it's like I don't know, what like five hundred dollars for a four day weekend or something. Which five hundred, man, like that's that's wishful thinking. It's like eight hundred and sixty. Okay, all right, so it's a lot more expensive. But yeah, it's it's way cheaper to go to Brickford for me because I have friends who live by and I can just stay with them and it costs me nothing. Yeah, but not Brick World. Not, you don't have friends at Brick World. I don't have friends at Brick World. Maybe I'll make friends at Brick World this year. This will be the first time I'm going to Brick World, Chicago. So I don't know yeah. if you're going to make friends with any of the local uh, people there. I, I, uh, I've been to Chicago before. I went to Chicago in 2019 for Star Wars Celebration. I actually liked the city. I didn't like the airport. What is it? What was it called? The O'Hare? 
O'Hare, yeah, did not like that airport. It yeah, was, it's not great. Uh, it's chaotic. For but those anyhow, who don't know, I, get... I love airports, oh. and I hate O'Hare. O'Hare is horrible. But Aaron yes, is a yes. airpl- airplane enthusiast, or uh, what would you, a aviation. travel a- aviation a- enthusiast, yeah. yeah? Aviation enthusiast, okay. yeah. So you get you he he gets way more out of flying than probably the average person does. I, I take extra flights because I like flying. Um, I'll I'll go to stop like I'll uh, to go from point A to point B. I'll stop at point C and D. Uh, it's a hobby. It's it's amazing. I love it so much. You're so interesting. I I really do find you interesting, Aaron. Uh, I, I don't know if it's a compliment or an insult, but I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> I, I I think that's a compliment. I, I, I like I like it when people have interesting hobbies outside of Lego, of course. It, it's always fascinating to see what people are interested in, and I think this is one of those. Oh, yeah, it is really interesting. And I'll, I'll tell you more about it, uh, not in the podcast, because that'll take hours. And I'm sure you're, you're, you're dying to hear about aviation. Absolutely. But we'll have to save that for a future episode. Today we are getting on to our first topic, which is today, actually... I think it was today, um, or maybe yesterday, actually. The Land Rover Defender 90 was announced from LEGO. They kind of teased this a couple days ago with a social media video showing, quote-unquote, the hardest-to-reach LEGO store in the world, and they had this yellow Land Rover vehicle as a LEGO store, a portable LEGO store, which I thought was kind of funny. Obviously, it was just a marketing gag, but would be kind of cool if you like went hiking to only find yourself finding a Lego store. And this was, I think they said the Scottish mountains or Scottish islands, something like that. Island, Scottish um, islands. Scottish islands. They, they, that's where they were at. So imagine you were just hiking around there and you just stumble upon Lego sets in the middle of nowhere. That would be for me that at least that would be. Yeah, no, be I, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to lug a, you know, 30 pound box of plastic back with me on a hike that sounds like a dream who, who doesn't want to do that yeah i yeah. know all i know all about that but <laughs> uh so anyhow so lego announced this uh defender 90 um which actually isn't the correct name for this 1983 land rover defender it is based off the accurate vehicle from 1983 but it wasn't called a defender 90 um i think it was called the 110 or something like that but regardless this vehicle looks amazing it's one of those lego icons vehicles so like we've got I think the Camaro, we got the Ghostbusters vehicle. I think last year we got Back to the Future DeLorean Time Machine. The so I guess we've been making these vehicles for a while now. What's that? The the Volkswagen uh, camper. The yeah, the camper version. bus. Yep, yep. Uh, so Lego's been making these vehicles at like a particular scale for years now. This is probably my favorite. Out of all of them, this is the best. I, I don't even have the set yet. Um, I did not get a review copy. I know some of my friends, like Tiago, he's going to review this set. I, I'm looking forward to his review, see what he has to say about it. But it looks incredible, but unfortunately it has a really high price tag, which is turning a lot of people off, including myself. I do think it is overpriced at $240. I do think what? that when this... Yeah, I know. It's $240. Oh, I had no I think, idea. That's I think, absurd. I think, when, I think when the designers were designing this set or when, when they were conceptualizing it, Lego designers are given a budget. They're like, you have to meet a $200 budget, $50, but whatever the budget is, right? Um, so they can only do certain amount of pieces, certain amount of size, yada, 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 minifigures. There's all kind of uh, technicalities to what the quote-unquote budget for a Lego set for a Lego designer is. Uh, but for 
my guess for this case is that the original budget was $200. And then because of inflation last year, you know, like end of last year, we got huge price hikes uh, along the entire Legos uh, category of sets. Um, and especially any set that was like $200 automatically went to 240 Like the Globe notably went from 200 to 240 the Luke's Land Speeder UCS set went from 200 to 240. There's a lot of sets that did that price jump last year because of inflation. So I can almost like guess that this set was going to be a $200 set, but then like it was like inflation. We need to up prices, so now it's 240. Granted, the it need has is 2, really 000... subjective there, but yeah, yeah. Granted, it has 2,356 pieces, so it it's almost hitting 10 cents per piece. So it's not like terribly priced but it isn't it should be way less it should be 200 at most probably 180 would be reasonable um yeah 240 is is very expensive so at that price it's going to turn off a lot of lego fans i think however you know i am such a diehard off-roading 4x4 vehicle enthusiast i love uh, Land Rover, Jeeps. I myself own a Toyota 4Runner. I've brought that up before on the podcast, uh, and I've gone off-roading in my vehicle before. And if you know that type of you know sub community of people, you know that the Land Rover, especially the Land Rover Defender, is like one of the icons in off-roading and overlanding is what we call it, which means you're just simply going off the grid with a vehicle. And this literally on the box, you see like gasoline tanks you got an extra spare tire you got a shovel to dig yourself out you got a winch to tow other vehicles or your own vehicle out like it's meant for off-roading and like that's just epic to me and i've seen this 1983 uh, defender i've seen this around someone around my town has one of these and like repainted it kept it looking fantastic and like every now and again i'll see it passing around in my area and i'll just freak out because it looks so good uh, and they actually painted it like a dark green. And so the Lego set is a sand green. So it, it kind of just makes me think of my a local person who has a Defender. I, if I ever see them stopped at like a gas station or or something like that, I'm going to go up to them and say, you have a beautiful car and, and let them know that there's also a Lego set that looks just like their car. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll sum up my well. thoughts. Um, I drive a Kia Soul. So... Uh, yeah, I don't know cars. Everything you just said to me was com- completely gibberish. I'm glad it makes you happy, and I'm I'm sure you're gonna love this set, and I'm sure plenty of people will. But you know, also, also like it's a two door SUV, and I, I I'm such a softy for two door SUVs. Like I don't know why, but they are so cool to me. Even though I have a four door Toyota Four Runner, I just absolutely love two door SUVs. Like they just look epic. The New Ford Bronco with two doors is just like amazing. You can get a Jeep with two doors. You can get the Land Rover two doors. Like they look so good. I wish Toyota would make one. They did do one. It was um, oh, what was it called? Oh, I should know what that is. Anyhow, um, it was discontinued in 2014. You know the vehicle I'm talking about. Um, I yeah, do not. So I, I, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Uh, the Toyota I, I, Camry. Well, I'm gonna look. No, Pri- no, I'm gonna look at us. It was definitely a Prius. Rav4? I don't know. I'm going to no, look it up because I, I... Yeah, here, FJ Cruiser, excuse me. That's what I was thinking of. The Toyota wow, FJ that Cruiser. Was, uh, tip that, was a, that was a that, that was a two-door SUV from Toyota. That was actually pretty similar to what this Land Rover Defender is. Um, uh, that'd, be, that'd be cool if, if... That'd be really cool if, like, I made it FJ Cruiser. But anyhow... Um, yeah, if you're if you're into this stuff, then this probably made your day. I think this vehicle looks spot on. 
I love the sand green color. It's I'm I'm gonna get it and it's okay. I rarely put Lego sets in my office where I'm recording right now. Most of the Lego sets I get go in my Lego room or in the basement where I build mocks. But uh, on the occasion, I'll put a Lego set in my in my house, like the Van Gogh Starry Night. That's in my bedroom. The globe is right next to a chair. I have the Eiffel Tower next to my dining room table. Like a few Lego sets make it into my house. This is one of them. This is one of those sets where I want to proudly show this set like in front of people, in front of my guests that come over to my house. So anyhow, I'm done ranting. We'll, we'll move on to the next topic, but I am over the moon about this set. It's unfortunate that it's so overpriced. Um, it should be 200 in my opinion at most. 240 is too much money, but it looks so good. It really does. So I'll, I'll definitely be picking it up at some point. Yeah, um, I will pick it up if I have it on clearance. And that's my thoughts on it. Sorry. It, it, okay. it looks so good. I, I, I think I could talk at least another 20 minutes about how good this set looks. I, like it, I, I'm uh, sure the, you could. The more I look at it, like it's it's got the um, the ventilation uh, thing for, it connects into the engine so you can go in the desert and it like, uh, it's like the, it's like a, a snoot or a snout, something like that. Uh, it's on off to the side of the windshield. You see, uh, you, I, I see a lot of uh, Toyota Land Cruiser, which is also another icon in the off-roading community. That's a, that's a common thing you'll see on a Land Cruiser, especially in, uh, if you go out to the Middle East, that's very common to see that so that the engine doesn't get stuck with dust in it. Um, that's what that is. So, Yeah, there's so many cool things. There's so many. I, I'm just looking at this and gushing over it, so I, I can't wait to get my hands on it. Okay. Well, I know, I know. I... I'm. I'll look at the set more. Your your praise has has definitely sold me that it could be cool. But yeah, uh, yeah. I think like I said, should... I, I'm not. I'm not getting this Lego set for free, guys. I'm. I'm not getting a review copy or anything. This is going to be a set I go out and get myself. But I think it looks so good. I uh, yeah. Well, let's move on I, then to the new Star Wars thing, which is more interesting, I think, to both of us at least. Yes. I, I know the Land Rover is way interesting to you. But I, I I think the Land Rover is way more interesting than the next set we're gonna talk yeah. about. Uh, I really do not um, care for it either. But the spider crab thing with the yes, dark the saber. spider tank, yes, spider it is tank. Number, oh, what is, what is it? It's set no number idea. seven five three six one. Yeah, it comes out August first. The spider tank. It's based off episode two of season three from the Mandalorian, which you haven't seen, have you? I, I've seen the first episode and I could not turn it back on. I'm sorry. I just Oh yeah, well I'll, that that sucks because the second episode and the third episode, which just came out the other day, are stupidly good. Like I am just so on board now. I was like I honestly Mando season three, I was just like, uh, okay, all right, I guess I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Because I got I was such on an Andor high for so long. And so like I thought Mando was gonna like just kind of be boring to me at this point after watching how amazing Andor was or yeah. And, um, and so the first episode was pretty mediocre, but man, the second and third episodes just, just so good. Aaron, I know how much you like Andor and the fact that you haven't watched the third episode is even more aggravating because it takes place on Coruscant and there's straight up Coruscant politics happening in that episode. You'd love it. I love politics. I-, I love when Star Wars gets political. I genuinely do. It's quite interesting how they can like make up uh, fake stuff for a different world, and it kind of somehow sometimes makes sense. But yeah, I, I will watch it. I don't worry. I- I'll watch it probably soon 
ish. I'll probably watch them when the, like the fourth episode comes out, and I'll watch them all at once. But but circling I heard, circling but yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just I've heard it was good, so I I will I will watch yeah. it. Don't worry. All right, I'm gonna hold you to that. Yep. Well, so circling back to the spider tank, uh, it's it's very accurate to what you see in episode two of uh, season three of Mandalorian. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't come with the character that comes out of the spider tank. I won't quite spoil it, but there is a specific character that we see during the sh- in the in the episode of the show. So that's disappointing. I assume. Yes, Captain Rex. Absolutely. Uh, it's so it's disappointing we didn't get that character in the set. There's three figures technically. It's really just two, but they I don't know why, but Lego does count Grogu as a whole figure, which like he's barely a figure in my eyes. It's just like two pieces. At least a new version. I know some people were saying that we should get Grogu's cradle or what? Is, what do they call it? It has a specific name. The baby pod. I I genuinely do not know. I'm sorry. It, it has. I think it's called a cram or something like that. I don't know. I yeah okay. I mean, we're, we're getting out. Yeah, no, I think the no, set go ahead. it looks like the set looks what it looks like. Um, How many I know that this is going to be have? like this is going to be two Lego sets in a row that I'm just like the negative Nancy, and I I feel bad about that. But you know, this is going to be a buy Bo Katan off brick like moment for me. Uh, sorry, <laughs> but like I, I this for what fifty five bucks, fifty three euros. 50, that's just not. If it, $50 U.S., 526 pieces, and it, three it's, figures it's, if you yeah. count Grogu. If I find um, it on clearance, I'll get it. But the, like, the, it's okay, just, so, yeah. so for me, the, the set looks just, I, I could care less. I know some people are really excited about it. I, I do not care for the set at all. It, it is, you know, I don't know, I, it's just so unappealing to me. It's un, uninspiring. This is be like the last set I think I would want for Mando Season 3 so far. Uh, you know, it, it is accurate, and I've seen a lot of people praise the set, and that's fine. But for me, my personal opinion, this is like such a skip, except for the fact that we are getting that brand new Bo-Katan that's based off the Mandalorian TV show, the previous Bo-Katan minifigure that we got in the Starfighter set um, like two years ago now was based off the Clone Wars show. It was based off season seven of the Clone Wars, which was awesome. But now we have a new, new color, new arm printing version, arm printed version of Bo-Katan, and she looks fantastic. And then we also, for the first time, have a brand new dark saber piece as well. So those two things make this set better. So, like, what do you think? I'm just gonna come in here, be the negative person again. I'm sorry. I think that the dark saber really could have been a lot better than it is. I think that using the same rounded hilt is a mistake. You know, the Darksaber is so clearly not a circular hilt in every piece of media we've seen it in. And I, I don't understand why they couldn't just, like, either make it a whole single piece or make a new hilt. Or, I don't so, know. So I've got an official quote from Lego. Um, Brickset, Chris from Brickset, who I'm friends with. He's a great guy. You, should, you guys absolutely should check out Brickset.com, Captain Rex 101, Chris. Great guy, does great reviews on Brickset. Um, but he reached out to Lego to the Lego Star Wars team and asked them about the Darksaber piece, and they actually released an official quote about it. This comes directly from Lego. It says, Since the Darksaber is a weapon that can be turned on and off like a lightsaber, like a standard lightsaber, we from the beginning thought that the best way to replicate it in a Lego minifigure form was to use the Lego Star Wars lightsaber hilt and a separate blade. It is not a set rule by default, but again, it just works well here. 
because kids because kids can quote unquote turn it off by removing the blade. I feel like you could. That's just a cop out at that point, in my opinion, at least. It's that I understand they want to turn it on and turn it off. So why don't you make a more squared off hilt? It'll look bigger, but it'll look less goofy than a rounded hilt. I mean, that just seems like a non-answer, right? That's just my opinion, at least. It, is that it definitely doesn't really. It, it, it adds a little bit more sense to like I saw you know I think I saw people saying why not just make it one dual molded weapon uh, with the hate with the sa- with the uh, actual um, saber part uh, like molded into the blade and I could see that like there's great thirty party customs like Brick Arms made a great dark saber in my opinion Aerolite made a really good dark saber um, all of those have like printed details and like personally. If you really want a good looking dark saber, just get one of those. They're like three dollars. They're yeah, they're like three dollars. This looks like something Lego would make. Like it doesn't. But the ones that Brick Arms and Aerolite made, those look like third party weapons. They those look like something that you, that more in more in line with what we got from the Rivendell set. Like a lot, I've seen some people saying the Rivendell weapons for Lord of the Rings are are a little too detailed, a little too much. For Lego, and, that's a um, stupid criticism. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I've, I've yeah, heard that for a while it, it, from different things. It, it's just not valid. Everybody's going to have their own opinion about this. I think the dark saber, like the blade part, that looks better. I, I like this so much more than the dumb <laughs> just using a black bar. That was the worst design. So this is way better. Obviously, they could have done another step and make a separate new help piece. I think that would have helped, and that way you can still quote unquote turn the lightsaber off. But I still think it works, you know. I, I don't know if I'm upset over this. Again, I've, I've already been using like brick arms, dark sabers. So, and if you guys have seen my Lego mocks, so like the last ten years, I've always just switched out Lego weapons, anyways, with brick arms. So to me, this is not a big deal. Maybe the others, they just wish they got something better from Lego. But this looks like something in line with all the other Lego Star Wars weapons to me. I mean, that's undeniably true. Which is also why I basically just use brick arms. I mean. The brick ar- brick arms, the clone blasters, and pyro blasters are just—they're too good that you can't not use them at that point. So I guess it, at the end of the day, it is just kind of a moot point. You know, it's not really relevant to either of us. It's meant for kids to have the blade be unrejectable. Uh, unre- so I think for that purpose, yeah, it, it serves its purpose well, and it looks fine. It's cool to get new. You know what always. I hope? Going back to the spider tank, um, there's a rumor that we're supposed to get. Another set, which is supposed to be based off episode three of The Mandalorian season three, uh, which is supposed to be, I think the rumor was like a Fang Fighter, and which is Bo-Katan's ship. Uh, or was it, a, uh, that's what it's called, right? A Fang Fighter? Uh, yeah, Fang Fighter yeah. and the TIE yeah. Interceptor. And a TIE Interceptor, that's the rumor. And if we get that Bo-Katan minifigure that we're getting in the spider tank in that other rumored set, then that would just make the spider tank obsolete, and I would just be like, "Absolutely, don't buy this. Just go buy the better." That uh, would be hilarious. Tank I mean, fighter I set. Think that that that's so something that I could see Lego doing. And I I now that you say that, I do think they're going to do that. Why would they have Bo-Katan's ship without her piloting it? That that would be crazy. I unless it's not. Imagine Bo-Katan's if the ship. new dark sabers in that set too. Oh my Bo-Katan. gosh, that would be hilarious if they just made this like yeah the. the then there would be no point in buying. I guess the only argument that you can make for the spider tank then is like it's a cheaper price because I think the 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 Fang Fighter set that's rumored to be a hundred dollar set, which is double this cost of the spider tank. So that the only argument to be made there is price, which 
yes, it is $50 cheaper than what this... We're all talking about a rumor set. This is nothing confirmed right now. Again, we don't know if this exists or not yet. I wouldn't be surprised, though. And Aaron, I wanted to bring this up. Lego has been doing for the last, like, two weeks now. They've been releasing... This is a very weird release cycle for Lego, where they're releasing Mandalorian sets almost a few days after each episode. So the first, they did that with the pirate ship, the pirate snub fighter. They did that, like, a week ago. And then just a few days ago, we got the spider tank uh, based off episode two of the Mandalorian and the and the pirate snub fighter was based off episode one. And we just got episode three yesterday. And if my, honestly, man, my money is on that next week, Lego's going to announce this uh, rumored Fang fighter set and uh, TIE interceptor set next week. Like, I think you're I, right. It would, it would only, it would only make sense. They, they're on this trend right now. They're doing pre-orders for all these sets. I can only, I, I almost want to bet you money that next week we're going to get this announcement of a set. I mean, I'm agreeing with you. I think that you're right. I think that that's pretty, a pretty easy pattern to spot. I'm wondering when it'll end, though. You know, when when we'll stop getting new uh, reveals as soon as I, the I think that'll. Appears. I think that'll be all the Mando season three sets that were rumored would be the Snub Fighter, the Spider Tank that we got today. Uh, well, we didn't know what what it was at the time, but we knew there's a fifty dollar Mandalorian season three set. We got the Micro Fighter. And then the tie interceptor, I, I think, would be the last. I don't know if there's another slot. I think the other slots that were rumored for LEGO Star Wars sets are supposed to be based on the Ahsoka show, which comes out. I've seen rumors that the Ahsoka show is going to come out this summer at some point, which would be pretty cool. I could see that happening maybe July. You'll so, watch it together at Brick Fair. August, August 1st. Yeah, August 1st, we could have Ahsoka being uh, rolled around, and then Ahsoka sets could be launched August 1st. I could see that. That would make sense in my eyes, so we'll see. Yeah, but I don't know any overall. I don't know anything about uh, this, so we'll see. These sets are just, I, I don't know. That was a weird noise, but I, I do not know. Yeah, yeah the, so right. so far the Mando season three sets are the minifigures are good, but the sets are lackluster in my I, eyes. I, I, I mean, they I are consistent to... with Lego's current quality standards. That's, Ooh, that's that's rough. Yeah, sorry. That's rough. Sorry, but that's that's tough. Uh, yeah. I I I I agree. Like of the Mando sets that we've seen that are pre-orders right now, the Snub Fighter and the Spider Tank, they're not very inspiring Lego sets to me. They're both gray sets. They're both not super interesting to me personally. Like there's just better things you can make. I I'm crossing my fingers that this Tie Interceptor set is gonna be awesome, but. Again, it's just a rumor, so for all we know, we could be getting, I don't know. Nothing. What's another $100? What's another $100 Lego Star Wars that you want? Oh, I know. A buildable Grogu. Another one. That'd be fun. <laughs> or wait, you know what? No. Aaron, buildable Aaron, you're buildable so Ahsoka. You're so yes. salty today. I, I just don't, I don't know. Star Wars is in such a bad place for you right now, and so is Lego, honestly. I, the only joy I'm getting in Lego at this point is is building what I currently have, building mocks. And then buying old stuff. That's all I'm doing now. Mm. And the amount of joy I'm finding in buying old stuff is just like unparalleled to the joy I'd get from like new stuff. I'm sorry. And that makes you sound like, you know, what, what am I looking for? A boomer? That's a horrible word to use. But that, sure. But like, I just don't. It, it's not, no, it's not attractive. You know, nothing but extremely expensive stuff is attractive. And I just don't feel the need to buy these absurd, stupid small sets that are. Why is the microfighter $16? Who decided that? Like, 
I also, agree. This is why is it the same micro fighter basically as the one from a year ago? Like, please, I want something new. It it's so irritating. It's the same like five things that were getting made in Lego form. Why is there a single Andor set? Why? Like that is just. I'm like, uh, uh, I'm getting way too angry about this, but like it's just so irritating to be a Lego and a Star Wars fan right now. If you have the the opinions I do, which obviously I understand, it's not everybody, but I it's just so so frustrating that it, I I don't even want to buy these sets. You know, I, I'm not going to. Like it's just I didn't buy the new sets today. I bought the Tie Bomber I think because that was like unique and cool. I bought one Fiverr Battle Pack, and that's been my most recent new Lego Star Wars sets purchases. I haven't purchased the helmet set. I haven't purchased. Not gonna purchase these sets. Probably won't purchase the snub the uh the uh rumored if it comes out, tie advanced and other set. I might buy that, but it's just it's just so unappealing, so frustrating to not have anything that you like that I like in this hobby right now, I guess. Which I, I'm guessing is a, a isolated opinion right now, but yeah. Yeah, so I, I agree the Lego Star Wars lineup so far for twenty three for twenty twenty three. I mean, we're starting to see summer sets already revealed by Lego, which is just very interesting that they're being revealed this early in March. Uh, I guess this isn't actually that odd. I know the way they're doing it, like week by week with Mando episodes, is different. But in in the past, if you've been on Lego Star Wars for for a very long time, then you'll know that we had something called Toy Fair every year, where Lego would show their entire summer lineup in February and we would literally see all the summer sets like six months prior to the release. I missed those days so much. I never, I did get to go to Lego. I did get to go to toy fair one year and did get to go to Lego booth and they wouldn't let me go into like the not like you can't go in this. Like they're, they sectioned half the booth was like sectioned off and they only show me like the current like winter sets. And I was just like, what? I, I literally came all this way to New York city to see sets that are already on shelves and you're not going to let me through the door to see what the summer sets are. I mean, their argument was like, well, you can't even take pictures of them. Well, I'd still like to see them. Uh, yeah. I, I'll never, I'll never, I'll never let that go. That was, I think that was 2018. That was, I think the last year Lego did toy fair. Um, that was, that was a frustrating time. I, yeah. Well, they still, after they still do toy after fair. years of seeing so many like other media people take pictures and get video of these, early access Lego Star Wars sets. Like I just wanted one year to do that. Never happened. It was it was so disappointing. Um but anyhow, they used to release Lego Star Wars sets like that show the sets much early in advance at Toy Fair. I miss those days. I really do. That was that was a lot of fun. Um we don't have those you days. Sound like me Maybe talking I'm just, about Lego sets. Maybe I'm just you being too nostalgic. Ah, I'll never forget the the reveal at Toy Fair two thousand nine of the ATOT and dropship. That was I remember. I can imagine no, that. Yeah. There was no rumors to that, and I just saw the video, and I was like, "This is a Lego set coming out next month in March." Like, oh my god! Just I wish that a, was true. Now, as a Ugh. kid, let's see how I was thirteen at the time. I I, I was just losing my mind, uh, and I I really want fans to experience that type of just shock. Um, of like a two hundred and fifty dollar Clone War set, like that was. I would love special. to experience that shock. I am begging Lego for that shock, please, please. 
It's just so irritating. <laughs> I, I agree, man. I really do. Uh, so yeah, nothing. I don't nothing want so more far helmets. Who the wants helmets? helmets? The helmets were good, but nothing feels like none of the play sets have felt inspiring this year. None of the winter sets, the three winter sets that we got, none of these Mando sets so far have been super inspiring. Like, I want to get hyped for LEGO Star Wars, but so far, the products are just okay at best, personally. They're not even okay. The TIE Bomber is, eh? Like, they had- The TIE what? Bombers, okay, well, once again, you got to watch episode three- of Mando, but the TIE Bomber once like it makes so much more sense now why they made the TIE Bomber this year. The, it's no, that's become not even a... my issue. They had twenty years to work on it and they couldn't get the cockpit right. And not the cockpit. True. At least on mine, the cockpit does not close very well. Oh uh, which I don't mine, mine closes. No, like it has like a weird resistance, which and, I don't know. I, I tried you, you just built it you just built it wrong. Let's be honest. And you know what? You I'll still blame wrong. Lego, so it's fine. Uh Lego's fault. <laughs> um Well let's it's, it's let's great. turn the Let's move on to our next topic where it's the complete opposite with Lego, where they are literally making some of the best sets we've seen in a while, which is and Lego Indiana Jones. And for once, I won't be negative. I'm going to be extremely positive right now. So <laughs> I love fin- Indiana Jones. <laughs> so we finally have the official review of Lego Indiana Jones. We got uh, sets were accidentally put on shelves early, like a week or two ago, and some fans got their hands on it. I've seen some early reviews. I've already reviewed one set because I got my review copies a couple um, couple days ago. And actually, before we recorded this, I was just uh, putting the fighter plane chase together. I still have to put the Escape from the Lost Tomb together. But LEGO is releasing three Indiana Jones sets, all based off two of the original films, not the three. Um, Temple of Doom, which we can briefly talk about. We've talked about it in the previous podcast episode. But basically, guys, we're not getting that t- rumored two per- we're not getting the rumored Temple of Doom set, which is unfortunate because it looked like a good set. I really wanted the short round minifigure. It would actually make a lot of sense to get that set right now, especially because of short round, because the actor who plays short round just got an Academy Award for would be cool, everything. Yeah. I think the movie Everywhere. was called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, something like that. Um, I yeah. need to watch it. It's a really cool indie film. It won so many Oscars. But um, it would make so much sense to release uh, a set with Short Round because of the actor winning his first uh, Academy Award and made big headlines in Hollywood and, you know, kind of just ride that hype uh, yeah. a little bit. But that is not happening, so we are not getting the Temple of Doom set, which is very unfortunate. However, the three Indiana Jones set that we are getting is Temple of the Golden Idol for 150 bucks, which I just reviewed. I said in my review, I really do think it is worth 150 I know that's expensive, but... It is such a good set. It has some of the best play functions I have ever seen in a Lego set in probably the last, like, three years at least. Um, we got the Escape of the Lost Tomb, which is in a 600-piece set for $40 with four minifigures. Like, that is such a good deal. And then we have the Fighter Plane Chase for $35 with three minifigures. Like, and uh, I don't know how many how many pieces of the set. The set has 387 pieces. Okay, so decent value. Uh, definitely the best value is the Escape of the Lost Tomb, six hundred pieces, four figures, forty bucks. That is that is good, really good. Um, All three are day but, one buys. I mean that that's simple. Like it, I have not been this excited for a Lego set in probably. Oh, I mean, oh man, if I had to think about it, it'd take a while to get to a date. I am super excited for these. I cannot express. It's it's very exciting. I you know what you know. I think Lego tech, I think they legitimately price these sets like lower than our, than I think what a lot of us were expecting because they think the demand for these sets is going to be lower. 
Uh, obviously, there's a lot of hardcore Lego Indiana Jones fans. If you grew up the with the if you grew up through like the 20 you know late uh, 2000s early 2010 era, then you'll remember the theme, the original wave of sets. Very iconic. Some of the best sets to this day. If you played the video game, the Lego Indiana Jones game, you'll know how great that video game was. So there's definitely a lot of nostalgia for us, you know, 20s, 30-year-olds uh, fans. But, I mean, even if you grew up with the original Indiana Jones movies, you know, say you're in the 40s, 50s, whatever, um, then you're also still going to feel very inclined by these sets. But I think kids, like just normal kids that, like, are under 15 years old, like, let's say, like, in the age range of, like, 8 to 12... I don't think they know what Indiana Jones is, and it's really going to rely on whether Dial of the Destiny, Dial of Destiny, is popular because that'll be a movie that parents take their kids to, or at least I think they would, um, and that would make their interest in watching the original Indiana Jones movies, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, they made Lego sets," and so that could push these sets along. But I think Lego knows it's a risk, and so that is also why they're trying to price the sets lower. I imagine is for kids who look at this Walmart or Target. They're like, mm, Mom, can I have that maybe? And they look at the price, and they're like, well, yeah, $40 or $35. That's that's a decent price for a Lego set. And they get the set, and it's really enjoyable. Hopefully watch the movie. I don't know. I think there's reasons because of that behind why we are seeing pretty decent prices on these sets. Yeah, I think so as well. I think that it's good they're doing that. I really hope that they actually make more sets in addition to that i know that right now it's not really rumored that they are which would really suck if they just make three sets and leave it because that's just going to be that's going to be you know crushing as a lego indian and jones fan if they just um yeah i'm not sorry gonna lie. Throat. yeah i'm not gonna lie i mean i i definitely want another wave of og indiana jones sets like from the original three movies i want another wave of sets even maybe one set from kingdom of the crystal squad be interested to see a new set like a modern day like set built around that that would be very yeah. intriguing to see like maybe oh i know what scene i would want from kingdom of the crystal the opening scene and the uh, area 51 warehouse where the ark of the covenant I'd, and all that stuff is i'd like that imagine too, you know? imagine that as a lego set you know you could get the the uh is it kate hudden kate hudson uh character with the russian girl and the movie i think that's who plays her um yeah, that, that would be... Oh, I'm just thinking about that scene. That would be so... Lego could easily make that too. Although, man, that would have a lot of stickers. All of those crates would be stickers. Ooh. Yeah, and also but, I feel like that scene probably wouldn't be great. If they're not going to make the Temple of Doom, that scene's not great. They murder like 20 U.S. Army soldiers right before oh, that scene. Oh, that's right. That's a good point. Um, and yeah, eh, I don't know. I don't think that we're going to... The thing is like, you know, to quickly speak on, on the violence clause i think that it's quite hypocritical of lego as a company to be like because i'm assuming right and i'm pretty certain in this assumption that the the temple of doom was canceled because of violence i don't think it was because because i saw some people online talking about it was canceled because of the disrespect towards the indian culture which absolutely should be considered and i think is not necessarily great but i think it's being canceled strictly because of the violence because you see a guy getting his heart ripped out right before that scene right i think that if that's off limits, then why was a completely accurate Nazi German pilot okay? That's just kind of like my thought process at that point. I feel like I, I like the plane set. I think it's a great set. I wouldn't want it gone. I just don't understand the line of reasoning of paying a designer to design, design the set for, you know, at least a couple months, get it into late post-production, 
have leaks of it come out and then not make it because it's too violent. But you know what? The screen, like, the insanely accurate Nazi pilot minifigure is okay. It's just beyond mind-boggling to me. This just opens a bigger door with Lego. This isn't the first time we've had a set get very close to being released. In fact, sometimes being semi-released and then getting canceled before it's hit mass, you know, release around the world. I'm talking about the, uh, what was it called? The Technic set. Don't get me started on the Osprey. Do not get me started. I I have bones to pick with the Osprey. (laughs) I'll keep it brief real quickly. I'll keep it under a minute. The thing with the Osprey that's so infuriating, right? Yes, the Osprey is currently only applicable in military use around the world. That is an undeniable fact. Only militaries use it. However, there is civilian models in production for, like, rescue teams and such. Now, the Osprey is attributed to almost no KIAs, which is, you know, kills in, in combat, because it's almost always just a transport helicopter, right? You know, like, the actually, no, there is a civilian application. The, the President's press tour travels in the Ospreys. That, that's a civil... No, look at it. Whatever. That's not armed, right? And I think that the Osprey, what pisses me off the most... Is that there's like nine previously released Lego Ospreys. Like, every Lego City helicopter, with some exceptions, is based off of a real-life military helicopter. They've made like three Pavlos, and a Chinook, and like countless Ospreys. And I'm just like, why could they not just make this one? It's not like it's covered in U.S. Army stickers, right? Anyways, I I said under a minute, and that's been a minute. I, I just, I'm still angry at Lego. From that date of the cancellation of the Osprey, my love of Lego has has tanked. Not to a, like a I hate Lego now, but it's definitely affected how much I like the company, and that that's my minute long rant. And the Osprey is just one example. There was the uh, oh, what was it? The Overwatch Two set uh, of the giant mech well, that never got released. That one's understandable. The, that was because that's... of the Activin- Activision Blizzard controversy uh happening with yeah uh with that i'm gonna give lego the w on this one and say that was probably a good call um the negative pr surrounding activision blizzard would not have uh, looked great yeah but you know again my point being isn't like the final say here but it's like why do these sets get so far into production like along the like it takes like a year usually from like start to finish for a lego set like how does a lego set get that far along down the road before they're like, nah, pull the plug. I don't know. It's it's definitely, I mean, I wish I could get in the, the mind of, of a Lego designer to know, but it's definitely, you know, mind-boggling because you can't imagine it's cheap just to make the decision. I know for a fact the Osprey cost them, you know, tens of thousands of dollars because of how many leaked out. I'm guessing they oh, had to destroy hundreds, most of the other Hundreds ones. of thousands of dollars. Yeah, maybe exactly. Even a million like, plus. I, I don't understand the thought process in in this. Like, I understand, like, oh, some designer prototypes a model, and it's like, ah, it's not good enough. We're not going to make a set. Yeah, that's whatever. You're paying the designer yearly wage. That's part of their job, whatever. But, like, to have a designer dedicate their energy and time and a team's time to, like, designs, stickers, prints, all that stuff, right? Like, that's hours and hours of labor that they're paying for Lego, obviously and it's like to just throw it all out the window at like the what the 11th hour it just seems preposterous to me and 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 like a and i'm not saying this as anybody who has any merit to say this but it just seems like a horrible business decision you know monetarily and time speaking like the designer couldn't work on something else that was going to get released 
And mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. I don't get why they, you know, who decides it gets canceled? Like, why did they not look at the set before it was made? I, I feel like it's all in the same city in, in Denmark, in Billund. And, you know, it's probably like, and actually I know, it's like a five-minute walk between the buildings. So why could they not just, like, walk on over and be like, you know, this set's kind of problematic. Maybe we shouldn't have the set of the guy ripping his heart out. I don't know. Just a thought. You know, I just don't, I don't get it. No, I, I absolutely agree. Um, it it it's, it's, it really probably just comes down to lack of communication between teams at Lego is is my best guess. And, you know, someone at the last minute's like, this is really going to hurt our brand image. Like, there's potential backlash if we release this product. And so to someone at Lego probably does the math and figures out the potential backlash could cost them more money than simply just stopping production of the set that, you know, whatever the cost it was to produce that set, pay the design or whatever. I think that that person is bad at math then, if, if, that's, <laughs> if, if that's your assumption. I feel like they're, because, you know, the Osprey, you know, the, the very visibly and well-announced protest for the Lego Osprey set that was had here in Germany at one of the Lego stores that had, and I'm not, I'm not under-exaggerating here, that had two attendees, two attendees that don't even buy Lego sets, two people who don't buy Lego sets protested the Osprey and then Lego citing that as the reason they cancel it, I really think the person who's doing that math should get fired. Because, you know, I saw nothing leading up to the Osprey's launch about anybody being like, well, why are they making a military vehicle? It's going against their their core values. And no one complained. I don't think anyone would have complained. It's a very cool Lego set. The functions are amazing. I don't understand. I did build the Osprey, and it, it, it does have a major malfunction in it where it chews up the gears if you turn on the functionality it, it literally right there is there is but a design flaw with it but they cited their reason in the press release as the uh correlation with war they cited that yeah but like maybe they're just using that as a cover-up potentially that doesn't the, the okay using it as a cover-up still makes the optics what it is right like you know to us it's because of the two people that protested so two people ruined it for tens of thousands of people who wanted the set you know that's yeah. just kind of ridiculous and i think that mm-hmm. it's just stupid to have this thing that was sent to these countries already ready to put on shelves and then you cancel it. That's just stupid. It's beyond stupid. I don't know. I, I agree. Yeah, but at the very least, I must say that the three Indian agents that's we, that are getting released on April 1st, all of them are fantastic. Um, yes. You know, I'll have are. reviews on all of them and they're truly great Lego sets and they all, in my opinion, are valued correctly. I think I think there is an argument to be made about the Temple of Golden Idol that maybe it is slightly overpriced. I built it. I thought it was the correct price personally, especially when you compare it to the other diorama sets from other themes. Uh, I saw a lot of people complaining about the Raiders of the Lost Ark and the quote not being printed tiles, uh, where the other diorama sets like Jurassic Park and Star Wars, they have printed tiles for that. Such a minuscule complaint. Who cares? I I, I was surprised that people... I I saw comments literally saying that they're not going to buy that set simply because of that. And they rack it up to, well, Lego, they're just cutting corners is what, what I've seen. Personally, I see this as Le- as the, the Lego Star Wars designers, or not, excuse me, not the Lego Star Wars design, Lego Indiana Jones designers probably had to make a choice on what they wanted to print. And it was either going to be the printed tile or be printed tiles of the quote, or you can see there's printed tiles specifically made for the Golden Idol set that are along the border, there's these, uh, I don't know, maze-looking tiles, and then you have these skull tiles. So that's two prints right there. 
and that would have been the same amount of printing effort for the other two tiles. And so I'm sure it came down to, do we want to print the quote or do we want to print these other tiles? Personally, I think they made the right choice. If, if, I'm, if I'm guessing correct and they had to make that choice, I think they made the right choice because the skull pieces and the maze pattern pieces are far more useful in Lego building mocks than quoted tiles that are only specific to that one set and can't be used for anything else. I am happy that they printed the other pieces than the quote tiles. I would, If that's what it came down to, if that was the ultimatum, then I, they, they made the right choice. So quick little rant in agreeance with you, actually. I think that prints are great. You know, I love Lego prints. They're they're really good. I think that there is some examples that are stickers that should be printed 100%, namely UCS plaques. I think that those 100% should be printed just because, you know, those stickers get messed up so easily. It's just insane because how big they are, right? But I think overall, you know, piece for piece, I don't mind it. Because if I'm buying a set for the figures, which I think a lot of mock builders are buying sets for the figures, and I want these pieces to build with, you know, I'd rather have a 2x6 block tile than a 2x6 block tile that says Lego Indiana Jones on it. Right? I, yeah, I, don't... I, I also, as a mock builder, I also agree with that. Like, I, I, I realize and absolutely agree that an abundance of stickers is very annoying to apply and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I fully agree. As a fan of Speed Champions, let me tell you, horrific. I don't know why I messed up saying the word. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. Okay. No, those are those are bad. The Ford really Fiesta bad. was a hellish building experience. I cannot express how much I disliked that building experience of the 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 Speed Champions Ford Fiesta from back in 20, 2018 or twenty nineteen. But I think that you know the the loss for the gain is a lot higher, right? Because I think if they printed everything, it sucked. I know that there's a a particular group of people on YouTube and in the community who like you know lose their mind if it isn't printed. Everything every little thing is printed, but you know it would raise costs even more than they already are to an even more egregious level than they already are because Lego prices are already uh, ridiculous. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise, Lego prices are absurd. And, you know, prints would only make that worse. And I also think that it's nice to have these stickers because they can be used in mocks too. You can use the stickers. I know that the, um, the Dark Times RPG, which is a, a group of builders, they uh, some of the people use dark blue or blue stickers. They put them on like Stormtrooper helmets. And then it's a actual purist custom clone or custom stormtrooper, which I think is an astounding use of stickers. You couldn't do that with print. You can't wipe the print off and put in another thing. So I think that, you know, stickers, I understand they aren't always necessary. I appreciate if there were less in very, very, very big sets. But I think overall, they're not a bad thing at all. And I think that the hatred is way, way overdone on them. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, well, we should probably move on to our next topic, uh, which is uh, Lego had Mario Day, which was March 10th, I believe, so a couple days ago. Um, and there was a lot of hype going into Lego Super, uh, Lego Super Mario. Lego was hyping up like, oh, we're going to have some product announcements. It was on their Lego YouTube channel. I saw a lot of uh, Lego bloggers talking about this set, other YouTube channels talking about the, this day, Mario Day, uh, being a big deal for Lego Super Mario. And so a lot of people were speculating, oh, are we finally getting Lego Mario regular minifigures? Are we getting a new 18 plus D2C Mario set like the Nintendo uh, NES set? Um, so there's a lot of speculation. Are we getting like a, a minifigure scale Pe Peach's Castle with Lego minifigure Mario figure? Like so much speculation. And it was such a letdown. All they showed was a new playset. I think it was like the King of Bones. Uh, playset, which just, you know, it works with the normal Mario, you know, the giant 
uh, robotic Mario slash screen Mar- I don't know what that figure is called. Big Fig Mario. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Lego classifies overdeveloped, it as. Overdeveloped child's toy Mario yeah, is yeah, what yeah, I would yeah. call I, it. I, I, obviously, it doesn't appeal to us at all. It's meant for kids like 12 and under. So um, to do a quick and, little callback to earlier in the podcast, I think that the Mario Day stuff was uh, consistent with Lego's current quality. <laughs> all right. Well, anyhow, what we did get was Donkey Kong, which... Not gonna lie, the buildable oh, like <laughs> Donkey Kong. Oh my gosh! Wow, wow, Donkey Kong, man. You know that's changed my mind. I love Lego Mario now. I I love putting the Lego Mario figures. Oh wait, so he's fully buildable out of Lego. Um, there's some at least some new molded pieces which I see being very useful in mocks, but. He doesn't like, he's not like the Mario, Peach, or Luigi. He's not like, you know, doesn't have batteries. Not, he's not like a robotic toy thing. Uh, he's just a buildable, like, Lego figure like um, Bowser is. So he looked cool. Is he, he as overpriced as Bowser? I, they just showed the figure. They didn't, so, they didn't show what set he comes in. They just showed. I think we can, donkey, we can safely they just showed say. Don, donkey, comes, donkey, donkey Kong is coming. Oh, my God. I think Ooh. we can safely say the answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was a major disappointment for hardcore, uh, you know, Nintendo fans, Mario fans. They were expecting stuff for, you know, they, I think a lot of people were expecting a new uh, 18 plus DWC set. They, they've been doing one um, almost every year. They had the question mark block. They had the NES set. And then last year we got the Mighty Bowser, which I thought was a really good set. So we've gotten some great D2C sets, but we're still waiting on minifigure sc- like just regular minifigures with Mario and I think a Peach's Castle would be really cool. It's very iconic. So there's, there's so much potential there and I feel like, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, either. I've seen a lot of people in the community just feel like Lego is holding back with this Nintendo license. Like they have so much opportunity here. They're only releasing like one big set. They could do like an entire line of, you know, minifigure mini scale Nintendo products. You know, we, we even sell some potential leaks on some other properties so yeah there's there's so much potential there you know we just gotta wait and see hopefully lego will listen to its fans and and realize that they should ah! they should really be ma- <laughs> they should really be maximizing this this nintendo partnership uh because yeah they want lots of Don't people worry. that are willing to <laughs> there's lots of people who are willing to spend money on like many of your i'm sorry Mario this, this episode has just been me being an, an a-hole and i'm we sorry gonna, we're gonna have like, another we're gonna have another ran here <laughs> no it's just that i don't understand why lego can't just be lego right you know yeah. they, every single time they've come out with some new theme that has you know technology at its core you know hit inside what's the other one um what's the other <laughs> one they had like i guess mario too i i see nothing but mario unclear hit inside in mario I can't imagine oh, 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 hours. Oh, 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 what was the music one? What was the music one? Video, called? yes, video. I, yeah, I, it's video so was terrible. It's so oh horrible. I could not remember it. I couldn't watch it. I, I, I like so Hidden Side more than I liked video. Oh, oh my I, god. Oh, I agree. Hidden Side was like Hidden Side looked like 2009 Star Wars compared to video, and you know, these overdeveloped, straight up, horrible part garbage sets that they are pumping out like nothing else. Is just so because you know that's time, resources, and money all shoved into these themes. They get retired after a wave. Hidden Side was gone after a year. Video gone after like less than a year, I think. 
And it's just, even Dots has an appeal because there is no technological base to it. And Dots is, you know, I, I personally don't, I, I, I have some Dots sets. I think they're pretty cool. But, you know, Hidden Side Video Mario, horrible, horrible, horrible. I want my Lego sets to be my Lego sets. I don't want a jumpable Mario who makes woohoo noises as he jumps over a printed tile with a barcode on it. Like, what am I even saying? A printed tile with a barcode? Where, where would I ever use this tile in another part of, like, a Lego build? Like, I, I don't understand the appeal, even to kids. I know kids that want to have their toys be toys. It just, it's, it's just, who signs off on this? Who is making these decisions? Because they do not seem to be making the correct decisions. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I hear you, man. I, I agree with a lot with what you're saying. I, those themes especially are just, they're outliers. Uh, you know, we know video and Hidden Side were not successes. Lego canceled those themes for a reason because they obviously know that they're, I don't know, maybe they're just going, they're just going the wrong way about it. But I have seen a lot of su success with the Mario scene, uh, the, the Mario sets um, with parents, with younger kids, you know, maybe under sure. nine. I'll accept that. There is, yes. there is a lot of success there, you know. Do I, Third time's I, the charm, right? As a as a long-term adult Lego fan, absolutely. I want more minifigure. I want minifigure scale Nintendo sets. I want Mario sets that are based off minifigures. I, I want what I like. Yes, I agree with that. Um, but unfortunately, Lego tried something new and it was a success with their main audience, which is kids. Parents are buying this for their kids. Oh, and so that, come on. that is the why, amount of that is that is one, that is the, that is the reality. You know, at the end of the day, it, they're, oh, they're, sure. their main focus sure. is, is children, and you know, we're, that's we're, why half the Lego Star Wars Aaron, sets are black we boxes. Will yeah. Always, we will always be secondary to Lego's eyes, no matter what. That's okay? just we have the money. I'm sorry. Yes, I understand that they need to make a product for kids. I want them to make that product for kids. I like the sets that are for kids way more than I like the sets that are meant for me. But they're putting mm -hmm. so much effort into black boxes. So I want your argument to be correct. I want you to be right. I want you to have the correct answer. But it, the, the evidence is proving completely opposite of you. Because if they were targeting kids, then why the heck is half the Star Wars selection adults only helmets and vignettes stuff that is not meant for kids at all? It has 18 plus on the box. As a kid, that would deter me. Like, I don't understand why they don't just make play sets that are fun to play with. It, it, I'm not going to go another rant. I already did, but I'm not going to go further into this rant. I don't comprehend the direction Lego's going in. And quick hot take here. I really wish they'd be put back in the same position that they were in the early 2000s where they almost went bankrupt. Because the sets leading up to the bankruptcy, horrible. The sets leading out of the bankruptcy, some of the best we've ever gotten. And... Not that I want Lego to go bankrupt, and there is no way, there there is literally no physical way they can go bankrupt because of how much money they've made. But, you know, a humbling of Lego would be nice, I think. A reset, if you will. But like I said, that's a hot take. I think, and, I think uh, that's a, I think that's a bigger, I think that's a bigger conversation to be had in a future podcast episode is, is Lego products today, what we're getting today, better or worse than what we got you know, 10, 20 years ago. I mean, objectively, they're no. better built sets today. They're better quality testing. They're sure, stronger, but they're no. strongerly built. They're more detailed. They've made bigger sets than they ever have. I the counter argument, the counter argument is that more, we they're, are they're also more expensive than they ever have been. So there's also that. 
Yes, but that's not even like I think the counter argument to what we're saying right now is that you know you and I have nostalgia, which undeniably yes. is true, and nostalgia has driven a lot of my purchases. However, if we take a you know I'm taking the rose tinted goggles off right now. If I look at no licensed themes, nothing at all, Lego's original themes, it is undeniably true that Lego City from the early 2000s or any Lego independent theme from the early 2000s is better than what we have today. I think Friends, great hit, great theme. That's probably one of the best innovations they've had in terms of, you know, le in original Lego themes in a while. That that theme is wildly successful. It has its great market appeal, and the sets are honestly better than some Star Wars What sets. about Ninjago? But dead. I, please, kill it. It, it. it should have died in, like, after the movie. 2017 and Ninjago. Please. Why do they keep beating a... I cannot distinguish the Ninjago sets. I, I look at a set... I don't know if it's from 2012 or 2022. There is no way to know. Uh, I mean, there is. <laughs> there is no way to easily distinguish a Ninjago set because they all, they're just beating a dead horse. Like, please yeah, kill yeah. it and bring us something new. You know, Rock Raiders, Power Miners, Galaxy Squad, Space Police, better Lego Bruh, City. I want Space Police. I want Space Police back so bad, but you know they're not going to do it. I love Space modern, Police. Modern day culture. Nope. Oh. Not gonna just, happen. Yeah, that's probably correct. But police, yeah, I, I nah, just, nah. Original themes then and now. Bionicle. I mean, talk about a story-driven line. Okay, I know Bionicle has its stigma in the Lego community to non-Bionicle fans, and to be quite frank, it's a very true stigma. A lot of Bionicle fans are um, different-minded to the us, and that is that is their prerogative and choice. I, I, I'm I wish one of them those the people best. that think Bionicle people are strange. I'm sorry. If you're they, a Bionicle fan, it's not, I'm it's sorry. not thinking. It's it's a consensus, and they they've said it to me themselves. But you know, not all of them are are weird, and they're all great people to talk to. But Bionicle sets are so good until the end when they just murdered the theme. That Hero Factory, Bionicles, the oh my gosh, Bionicle <laughs> Stars was the last wave of Bionicle before the reboot in 26, 2015. Bionicle Stars are so horrible. I, I, you know, it, it's basically like Star Wars mechs, okay? That's what I would compare it to. You know, getting Lego Star Wars mechs is what I would say Bionicle Stars is. So that could give you a frame of reference, right? <laughs> Lego just needs to stop shoving this garbage down our throats. Like, it, they're, yes, they're getting these one-time adult purchases. You're getting the, the random 40-year-old who loves Home Alone to buy your $350 chocolate house. But, you know what? <laughs> Little Timmy ain't gonna buy that set. Little Timmy wants a, a Star Wars spaceship that isn't microscale attached to a black border that's sold with a freaking helmet set. Like, I don't know what to say. It's I don't even so know what you're saying at frustrating. this point. It's so frustrating to be a Lego fan right now. I miss the 2000s so much. I just, right. I, just, uh, yeah. Here's what you, here's what you got to do. You just got to ignore everything else except the Lego Indiana Jones sets. That's what you got to do, Aaron. Oh my you just gotta, gosh! Hey, just ignore Who all wants other products. It's three hundred fifty dollars for a cool house build, but first of all, it probably doesn't sell besides at Christmas, and it's three hundred fifty dollars. Who wants that? I'm I don't playing. know how. Okay, all right. We are we're getting a little. Little off topic now, or maybe a lot off oh, topic now. I, I think but I think we, I'm overtired. We do. We, yeah, do, that's just... we do have one. Actually, no, two more topics. Um, we have the Lego profits uh, topic, but let's first talk about the Bricklink uh, designer program uh, returning. 
I just want to quickly mention this. Um, if you guys don't know what the program is, uh, BrickLink is owned by Lego. If you guys didn't know that, Lego bought them a few years ago. Uh, so it's it's a little strange that Lego owns the third party slash second party market, but that's another topic for another conversation for another podcast. But regardless, um, a f- I want to say about two years ago now, Lego, or maybe like one, two years ago, no, Lego 2019. started something 2019. called the Brick. Okay, yeah. Tw- was it 2019? Yeah, so they did the first round. Uh, I, I, if you're okay, I'll give the the, uh, the okay, information. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, yeah. sure. Probably so, twenty nineteen, they I... they had a uh, when Lego bought them, which was late uh, late twenty. When did Lego? No, this is before Lego bought them. Actually, Lego decided to oh, partner. Oh, you're with right. Yes, yes, yes. I yeah. remember now that they so did Lego this partnered with Bricklink, and then early twenty nineteen, they they basically said, you know, submit your models, and then we'll make these sets. Then the first wave of models were like really slept on. I mean, they were like hardcore slept on. I personally bought the Vintage Roadster, which is like a $50 car set. Really cool in my opinion. Like it's something that Lego would never do in modern. I'm not going there. I'm sorry. I almost started ranting again. Really good set, you know, a fault designer program. And all the sets from the program were really cool. They had like this, this really cool castle. And those were crowdfunded, uh, which if you don't know what crowdfunding means, they basically said, this is what you'll get. You'll get it in like a year or six months at that point, and then pay us now, and you'll get it then. And at that point, what LEGO did was they just sent BrickLink all of the pieces, because they still weren't the same company, and BrickLink packed these sets together and then sent them out. I think I I bought mine in May, and I got it in... I think it was, like, August. I I could be wrong here, right? I, I don't know. It was a pretty fast turnaround, especially before it comes down the line. Then LEGO bought BrickLink, uh, in my opinion, for data analysis and also to own the secondhand market because then Lego makes more on everything. But beside the point, they announced that the a Designer program would be getting an expansion. And so since that acquisition, they've had, I, I want to say three rounds. Yeah, they've had three rounds of sets. So they had the gathering models, crowdfunding, and then waiting. So the first round, um, really good sets. I mean, just some really good sets. The Castle in the Forest, the Fishing Boat, just I mean amazing sets I bought one of each I think and they sold out quickly so for example Castle in the Forest I think that one sold out in in Europe and in America in under six hours and that's like people paying uh, $250 to get this in the future and each of these sets is also limited to 10,000 units and they ship eight months later or so and they just now finished and yeah I don't know what you want to talk about with it but that's like a, a brief history of the designer program. Yeah, so, so basically those first couple of rounds of the BrickLink design program were quote unquote a beta. And now it was a, it was such a success even with the initial round and the following rounds that they have taken it out of a beta and they are just officially making it a thing. And first off, BrickLink sets are legitimate Lego sets. Like they're categorized as Lego sets. They even have Lego set numbers. Yes, they say BrickLink on the front of the box, but if you look at the side of the box, the Lego logo is there. So these and are true- you get VIP points. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you mentioned, but basically, you know, you can submit ideas through these BrickLink uh, designer programs uh, sets, but they have to be non-IP. So that's what, you know, they mostly all are is they can't be uh, Star Wars, Harry Potter, et cetera, um, which is fine. And so uh, recently, like literally a couple of days ago, uh, BrickLink opened up their next round of sets these won't be shipping, I think they said, until next year. They have to vote on them. Like, there's a, the next couple months is going through multiple tiers of voting. It's like the initial phase and like a secondary phase and then a final phase for voting. 
figure out like what the sets will be. And then they do a crowd, crowd, ah, I cannot talk today. Crowdfunding phase where people, you know, say, Hey, I want to buy this set for you know, $300, whatever it might be. Um, and then it gets produced like nine months later. So that is now happening. Now, the reason why I brought this up is they're, they're going through a voting phase, seeing what fans want. There's literally like a thousand sets that need to be voted on. I thought some, uh, if you go to my YouTube community page on solid brick studios, I thought these two modular sets, which was like a, um, a multiple season, uh, modular set with a, a park. I thought that was a really good idea. And then there was like an apartments modular. I thought it was great. There's so many other good sets. Go on there, go on Bricklink, vote on your best sets. A couple of weeks, we'll get like a narrowed down version, vote again, and then we'll see what gets crowdfunded. So these are great sets. The stuff that's coming out of the, this program, I have oh, bought- Oh, they are fantastic. I think, I think I bought like two or three sets now. The The biggest that I most recently bought was the Lego store modular. That's going- and. All of these sets are limited run sets. They only make 10,000, which seems like a lot, but they get no, bought up so quickly. Hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and they're they're just really good sets. Um, so I'm I'm happy that I own the Lego store module. That was one that was one I just absolutely I, I recently yesterday actually I got the uh I don't know if you noted it, the Studgate train station. I got that one in the mail. Oh, that was a, that was such a cool. I, I was thinking about getting. I that can't one. express how happy I am that I decided to buy that back in May. Uh, you know uh, that is, I got from those recent wave. I got the Winter Chalet, also one I'm so happy I got the 1950s diner, the train station, and the observatory. Oh, observatory, wow. you, you've got more than me, Aaron. Oh yeah, no. The first wave, I bought the entire wave. I bought two of each from the entire wave. I gave one oh, to wow. my friend because he didn't have the ability to get them. The second wave, they raised the prices, and I was like, eh, so I only bought a couple of them. Uh, oh, wait, no. Oh, the Venetian Houses, that was a great one from the second wave. I'm really happy I bought that one. It was like a giant modular. And then I, the third I wish wave, I, brought, I, yeah. I wish I bought the windmill. Uh, what, did you buy the third wave? Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, no, third wave, I, like I said, I got the train station, the observatory, the diner, and the chalet. Every set I bought, I'm happy with. I haven't had the chance to build them it because I honestly don't have anywhere to put them. So I'm not just going to like build them and leave them on my desk, but when I get to build them, it's going to be amazing. And I like the the quality of set is so great. And I also like that they're not IP related. You know, I like the, the genericness of it, I guess, because it, it lets the creativity of the design come out more in my opinion. You know, I think that it's definitely, you know, you can like your IPs and I still like my IPs. I just think that it definitely helps to not have IP because then, you know, the weight of a franchise won't help the set win. You know, nothing from Star Wars will be the automatic winner because there's way more voters for Star Wars. It's strictly on, is this build good? Do you like this build? Would you pay for this build? And I think that's great because that really has let some amazing builds come out to shine. All of the sets have been amazing so far and I'm really excited to see what comes from the future. If they keep doing this, it's going to be great. I'm going to love it. It's like better Lego ideas in my opinion. Not that yeah. ideas is bad. Yeah. And, and that's what initially started this is they, they're just, they, they took Lego ideas, failed projects, put them on the Bricklink designer program and people bought them. So it was like a secondary way to get, uh, your failed Lego idea set into a still yeah. a real Lego set through Bricklink, which is really cool and just a good idea. And I'm happy to see this program continuing. I'm happy to see it was a success and looking forward to the years to come to see future sets. And we'll talk more about it. I think the it. only... The only downside, in my opinion, and this is such a minor critique, is there is no paper instructions. Yeah, but, they're all digital you know, that, instructions. 
that can be mitigated. I, I do like the paper instructions, but I understand, first of all, the, the shipping costs, the the development costs, and all that stuff. Like, I understand why it's digital. I'm fine with that. It's minuscule. It doesn't make me dislike them anymore. But if I had a critique, that's probably it. Also, yeah. the prices. They're raising the prices. Every, every round, the prices go up, and it's horrible. But these sets are always worth double what they are on the resale market the day after they sell out. Yeah, I like, think for example, the... Stegate train station. Yeah, the train station is already like six, seven hundred bucks. And how much did you pay for it? I think it was like two fifty, three fifty. Yeah, I paid two hundred yeah. for the Lego Store modular because they're six hundred on Bricklink now, which is funny. It, it, all of the sets, it is funny that the it's like a lot of these sets are selling. I mean, not just on Bricklink, but also like eBay and other platforms. But yeah, it is it is very interesting. But check out the program, guys. It really is a great thing. Um, you might find something you like, and you might something uh, you might find something that you never thought you would enjoy. And uh, our last topic for today is going to be Lego uh, releasing their yearly earnings report. They don't do quarter quarterly because they are a private company. They don't even have to do. They don't even have to disclose really anything if they don't want to because they're a private company. But they still do it every year just to kind of keep everybody up to date. Uh, but Lego announced that in 2022, for the entire year of 2022, they reached a 17 percent growth in revenue, which is a lot more money than that. 17 percent double digits. Revenue for a billion-dollar company is a lot of money. That means they are doing very, very well. Now, their actual profit margin was uh, four, four to five percent, which is uh, you know a lot less. I mean, we're talking billions, but that is because it's still, yeah, no, it's billions of dollars. Um, and the reason why the profits are kind of low, I don't just like four percent is because they're building these new Lego factories like they announced last year in 2022 that they are making a new Lego factory in the U.S. right around where I live. Like 20 minutes from here, they're going to be making a Lego factory right here in my home state of Virginia. Um, so they're they're spending exponential money on growth. You know, they realized from the pandemic that, you know, <laughs> if you don't have suppliers strategically around the world, you are, you're going to be very messed up. Um, and so they're learning from that, and, and that is what we're seeing so I'm happy to see, you know, them creating new factories and, you know, expanding all that stuff. But yeah, Lego is doing great, basically, and they're making tons of money, more than they did the prior year, uh, which is shocking. Um, you'd think in 2022, it might go back. It might be a little less even than the prior because we're 2022. Every, a lot of people were coming out of the pandemic. People were going outside. Uh, I myself was traveling in 2022 a lot. I was going to, well, I guess I was going to Denmark getting more like and <laughs> seeing Aaron. Yeah, um, yeah, you really, uh, you really <laughs> dropped a lot of money up there. I remember I was sitting in the car. You came out, Aaron, you have money? Aaron, you have money? I, I'll PayPal you right now. I, I just need cash. I was like, I need, I need a dinner thing, coin. man. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were so. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a good. I, Lego gets plenty of money for me. I buy a lot of their products, but. Fairly <laughs> enough, because I, I love it, and I love building with it, so it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I think so, that to keep my thought... No, go ahead, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, Lego's doing really well. I saw some comments on this, um, on Brickset.com especially. They posted this article about the earnings. I was looking through the comments. A lot of bitter AFLs being like, wow, Lego's making you know 17% more than the previous year, yet they're hiking up prices, inflation... Um, I see a lot of arguments being why why do they keep price gouging us is is the common thing I've seen about these uh, earning results. Yeah, and uh, I mean I, I totally hear that argument. You know, 
inflation sucks. I I don't want to spend more money on Lego sets than I don't have to. Um, but the reality is that, you know, plastic, just like the cost of plastic alone went up, you know, workers' wages. Lego is, from what I understand, is pays their workers very well, um, both uh, from a factory standpoint and from a corporate standpoint. Um, and so they do actually probably had to raise wages with inflation. I know there's a lot of companies that I could name that didn't raise their wages for their workers, even with inflation. Like the U.S. I, government. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, that's, again, another fun topic for another day. But, yeah, so, you know, there is, there's definitely a cost that f- associated with inflation, and that is what you saw reflected in the prices. I, You know, from what I understand, from what I've talked— when I went to like, I went to their headquarters last year, and I talked to the people that make these sets. I talked to the the people who make these decisions, and they don't want to raise prices. They they want to try, excuse me, they want to try to keep you know things at a reasonable level for the consumer. But you know, unfortunately, there is things out of their control, like the cost of plastic, the you know the worldwide inflation, just in general, uh, is, has been going up, and so you know that's just unfortunately the reality. Not just of Lego, but just the world we live in today. I mean, my thoughts on this will be brief uh, to save us all some time. I think that uh, the inflation excuse is definitely better uh, than just saying we want more money. Because that just there's definitely the uh, the optical look at it is you know they want more money at that point. I think that my goal, and yes, this is me praying on Lego's downfall right now. My goal. Is that they overexpand, they over, they stretch themselves out too much, right? And then they have to like reel it in a little bit, because I think at that point they will, uh, hopefully, like I said, early two thousands redo that, which sounds horrible to say, but it, I just am so frustrated the direction Lego's going, and I agree with the salty A falls. This, this is an insane profit increase. If it was like one percent, yeah, okay, that's like normal business growth. Four percent increase on. Billions of dollars is so much money on profit. That means after they've already given out their well-paying wage. So I don't understand. It, it just doesn't. I don't know. I'm a, I'm with the salty A falls on this one. Uh, I, I don't know if the last hour and eight two minutes have made everyone else realize that I'm also a salty A fall at this point. But <laughs> I I definitely am going down that road. Unfortunately, I think yeah. that it's so irritating the way Lego's going and. The br- to brag about this profit increase, you know, they could have absorbed the inflationary hit with pretty big certainty. And I feel like, and this is coming from somebody, again, with no qualifications at all to talk about this, I feel like the PR from taking the inflationary hit and keeping your prices the same would have been so much better than the profit you made in the end. You know, like for example, Arizona IST, they didn't raise their price, and from what I can tell, they've received a lot of really good PR from it. But you know, Lego raised their prices, and I think we can all agree not a single ounce of good PR was reported at that point. You know, not a, not a not, no one was happy about Luke's Landspeeder, the most you know invigorating Lego UCS set, getting a twenty percent price increase. I I don't I don't see how that you know was the thing to do. I just I, I don't know. Yeah, like I so said, I'm not de- I'm not a businessman. There's definitely an argument to be made that some of the inflation price increases. They're just taking more money from their adult audience to offset the cost of, say, the cheaper sets that kids will buy. That you know, there, there's there's a lot of strategic reasons, and I don't like a lot of the reasons, but there is reasons why they did certain things, and it's unfortunate. We're having yeah. a, 
I'd say the AFOL audience, uh, the adult fans of Lego, definitely got hit hardest with the inflation increases, no doubt. I would fully agree. Um, I think something also worth noting is the popular themes. I always put this in the earnings report. So the best-selling themes for 2022 were Lego City, Lego Star Wars, Lego Icons, Lego Technic, and surprisingly, Lego Harry Potter. Not surprising at all. I mean, the quality of sets is a thousand times better than Star Wars. I'm sorry, it is. I, it's so much good. It's such good sets. And they have so many sets. And they have so many... So many diverse characters from the entire Wizarding World, and not forty-five different versions of Mando. It's I'm not going to go there. I must say, it's interesting seeing there's some big themes that you'd think that would be on that list, like Minecraft, superheroes, uh, friends wasn't on that list. Disney wasn't on that list. Ideas wasn't on that list. Like there. It's interesting that none of those other themes made the or Super Mario that didn't make it either. Um, so it's interesting. It's a very interesting to see what what the best of the best is. I mean, granted, Disney owns Star Wars. That's the actual yeah. Star Wars is the only Disney owning property that is their best selling theme. That's interesting. Um, I mean, Lego icons that yeah. can, that can t- sometimes I have IPs, but usually that's like you know the Titanic, Eiffel Tower, stuff like that. You know, the flower but sets yeah. are icons, so there's a lot of good icons. I think you know, that... Honestly, almost all the icon sets are really good, not going to lie. For the most part, I, I would agree. Um, but I think I've made my, my opinions painfully clear today. Yeah. Um, happy to see LEGO uh, Star Wars selling well. Guys, we got many, many years of LEGO Star Wars to look forward to, so hopefully they'll get their act together and make some better play sets. Am I right? Ah, you know... I would love to, in a year, eat my words. I would, I really, really want to be proven wrong. I, I have never wanted to be wrong, more wrong in my entire life. I, I want to be so incorrect, but what's so frustrating is I'm pretty sure I'm right. And that, that's where I'm going to leave that. Well, Aaron, 2024 is the 25th anniversary of like Star Wars. That means literally nothing. They're going to just make Mandalorian, okay, all right, uh, but, Grogu. But, but but let's look back in the past. Tell me that the 20th anniversary sets that we got in 2019 weren't great. Okay, sure. But it's also the 20th anniversary of Clone Wars right now, and we're getting literally nothing. I agree. I I, I, I hope we get some better Clone Wars sets this year. Like, right now... It, you can hope all you want. Legos just does not We've, care they're gonna make oh, some we, more helmets as of right now we some only more have three. dioramas we got we got two helmets in a battle pack and that is not doing it for me <laughs> so, i don't think that's doing it for anybody considering two of the sets you can't play with um yeah yeah we need we when need better, two-thirds better sets. of your selection are you know oh wow i spent 25 minutes building the set time to put it on a shelf you've done something wrong okay like i, I just i'm not gonna go there again I like the helmet sets in a way. The helmets are good, but way. I want I want more play sets. I want I want Clone Wars play sets, like good ones. I want to, to play with my. Le- I built an Anita Jones set recently, and I could play with it. You know how yeah. much fun it was to play with the Peril and Peru Lego set. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, it was fun. I can't do that now. Lego Star Wars didn't let me do that. I, I helmet. Oh, Captain Rex his, his antenna goes down. Oh, it's very, very. Not fun. I I I I don't like the direction Lego's going. But like I said, for like well, the fifth time now, 
if Lego I'm going to leave it at that. If, if Lego keeps this trend up, we're going to be seeing more and more sets every week from Lego Star Wars. We'll probably see the entire summer wave at this rate by April or May. So we'll just, we'll, we'll be back here for episode four, five, six, or however many we keep doing at the Brickscast. So guys, stick around for future episodes. I'm sure we'll have more to talk about and rants about, about Lego Star Wars as well as other Lego. Um, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the major podcast platforms. And of course, you can find us on the Brickscast YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Aaron, for being a wonderful co-host, and we love hearing your wonderful rants. Thank you. Uh, at least someone does, right? You know, at, at the end of the day. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for uh, listening, guys. Really appreciate it. And just before we wrap up, I want to give a, another quick shout out to our sponsor, Oscar from Mr. Bricktastic, uh, doing a great job of editing these, uh, editing these voice audio, editing these podcasts for us. That's what it's called. Uh, super nice guy, really great friends with them in real life as well. Be sure to check out his Bricklink store at mrbricktastic.com. Mr. Bricktastic, guys, go to on Bricklink, go check him out. All right. Thank you all so much for watching. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye bye. Thank you. Have a great night. Three, two, one, clap, clap.